a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. Did you know that since October of 2001 that the United States military has had a presence in Afghanistan? We're coming up on almost 20 years. Yeah. Uh, got a brother-in-law. Spent some time over there. Got other members of my family. Uh, spent some time in Afghanistan. Part of this nearly 20 years uh, of time that the United States military has had a presence in Afghanistan. For almost nearly as long, we have also found ourselves in Iraq. The reason I bring this up, the news comes uh, of recent that President Trump has ordered the Pentagon to bring home 2,500 U.S. troops split currently between Afghanistan and Iraq. He wants that done by mid-January, and that is according to uh, acting Defense Secretary Christopher Miller. That announced just yesterday. Uh, the, the, the Hill a publication out of Washington, D.C., which keeps a close eye on these things, uh, is reporting that the Defense Department will cut the number of troops in Afghanistan from 4,500 to 2,500, and the number of forces in Iraq from 3,000 to 2,500. That all to be done uh, by January 15th. And uh, if you're smart with the calendar, you know that that comes just five days before uh, President Trump is set to leave office and the inauguration of Joe Biden, president-elect, is to take place. Now, opinions are pretty split on this, and there is good reason because it is a very complicated issue, and there have been strong views on this, and there are multiple arguments to be made on both sides uh, of, of this argument. You know, Let's start with the, the nuts and bolts, though, and then we'll get to uh, opinion. I told you it was Acting Defense Secretary Christopher Miller. He, relatively new to the job, if you remember, it was just, has, has it been a week and a half yet, uh, that Mark Esper was relieved of duty, so to speak, by uh, President Trump. That coming uh, just a few days after a memo was uh, sent to a classified memo. This is according to the Washington Post now. And in that classified memo, it is reported to uh, contain information uh, essentially making the point that conditions were not sufficient in Afghanistan for further troop withdrawals. Uh, again, that's all like speculative. And because it's classified, you, know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But it's what the Washington Post is saying. Uh, and the timing of it is interesting, certainly. So the memo goes, Esper's fired, uh, Miller uh, assumes the acting position, and yesterday he announces uh, this troop withdrawal. So let's walk through some of what uh, Miller, again, Acting Sec- Secretary Christopher Miller, uh, what he has had to say. So here uh, he's responding to to this drawdown being consistent or inconsistent uh, with longstanding U.S. policy. This is consistent with our established plans and strategic objectives supported by the American people and does not equate to a change in U.S. policy or objectives. Miller goes on to discuss uh, troops coming home. Their efforts and sacrifice will go down in history as epitomizing the strength, commitment and empathy of a force that is unlike any the world has ever seen. All right. Uh, now, listen, I do want to hear from you. 
I want to know what you feel about this. I, I don't have time to get the phone lines open, but we've got the text the text message machine, 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. What do you think about this? As you have uh, come to learn of this announced uh, drawdown of certain forces, U.S. forces in Afghanistan and Iraq, and it coming in the interesting time frame that has been presented. Anyway, uh, let's get to reactions now. I want to take you to uh, Washington, D.C. in the desk of U.S. Congressman Chris Stewart. He has this to say, quote, As a former Air Force pilot and someone who has spent extensive time in the region, I understand our national security needs as well as anyone in Congress. I know firsthand the enormous challenges we face there. Every year, security in the region gets worse and not better. Every year, resentment and anger at the U.S. presence grows. Every year, we sacrifice our blood and treasure for two nations that have a seeming inability and, in some instances, a proven disinterest in securing their own future. Now, this, again, the statement from Chris Stewart. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump down to the final uh, paragraph here because there's a lot. Uh, you can find it on the congressman's Twitter feed right now, but the final sentence is, uh, is important and encapsulates his position. It reads, For those who criticize this decision, I also have to wonder, is your criticism informed and well-reasoned, or is it generated primarily by your dislike for the president? Congressman Chris Stewart, very much a supporter of the position taken by President Trump. Now, uh, let's hear from Mike Lee, also a supporter. I support the president's decision to bring our brave men and women home and commend the president and Acting Defense Secretary Miller for their leadership. For too long, U.S. engagement in Afghanistan and Iraq have operated without a clear mission or end strategy. In the new year, I hope to see a full withdrawal of forces and a Congress ready to repeal the outdated 2001 and 2002 authorizations for the use of military force. It's long past time to bring our troops home. There you go. Uh, Chris Stewart, Mike Lee, both uh, coming down on the side of the president, supporting the withdrawal. Uh, Senator Mitt Romney, though, released the following statement uh, written. It reads, the decision to withdraw our troops from Afghanistan and Iraq and potentially elsewhere should not be based on a U.S. political calendar. The administration has yet to explain why reducing troops in Afghanistan, where conditions for withdrawal have not been met, is a wise decision for our national security interests in the region. Similarly, with continued security challenges in the Middle East, an arbitrary withdrawal from Iraq risks alienating every opportunity to, uh, or rather alienating our allies and emboldening our enemies at a time when our adversaries are looking for every opportunity to exploit our weaknesses. Uh, This, again, the written statement to come from Senator Mitt Romney responding to the president's announcement of withdrawals, troop withdrawals, from Afghanistan and Iraq. His position here uh, is pretty concise at the very end of his statement. It reads, the administration should reconsider and reverse this politically motivated decision and avoid worsening our national security challenges. My my time to continue has uh, expired, but I can tell you uh, two other individuals outside of Utah but relevant Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell calls the troop reduction a mistake. So, too, does the ranking member of the House Armed Services Committee, the highest ranking Republican on the House Armed Services Committee, uh, a gentleman named Mac Thornberry, outgoing member of Congress. And so, you know, you can 
kind of interpret that the way you will. Uh, he says that I believe that these additional reductions of American troops from terrorist areas are a mistake. He goes on, uh, but that's the that's the sum and substance of his position. Uh, where do you stand? Please send me a text, 57500. It's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I have to take a break right now. When we return, we're going to wrap up the program talking about the Festival of Trees. Yeah, you've come to know that over how many years now. Uh, We've talked about it here on these airwaves. Uh, You have enjoyed them. Uh, It's been a wonderful thing for primary children. It's a life-saving effort. We're going to speak with one family who had a very close connection to this effort. In fact, they've decorated a tree themselves for 23 years. We'll get the full story next from Anna Myers on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.